when the snows fall and the white winds blow, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. Welcome back to Trending Education's special program, The Citadel, our Game of Thrones deep dive uh, for our sixth and uh, likely final show for some time. Uh, Citadel listeners, you'll hit us up at uh, at Trending and Ed if you want to hear sort of some off-season, uh, sort of hot stove Game of Thrones action in the uh, the months to come. Um, but uh, we are recapping episode seven of season seven. Uh, and uh, with me here, as always, Mike Palmer. Hi, Mike. Hey, Brandon. And um, this is the big finale, Mike. Yes. There is uh, some of the things that you and your binge buddy yes. um, slash listening partner, watching partner, the, uh, listen, view, viewing partner. That was a bad. It's not a view. Well, it was a viewing partner, right? Yeah. Podcast <laughs> would be a listening partner. Right. TV would be a viewing partner. I got yes. my media mixed up. I think what it was is that at the, towards those ends of those of those episodes with the crackling fire of the Night's Watch, <laughs> you were only a listening. Uh, you were only listening, not yeah. viewing. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so some of the things that you and Robin uh, yes. talked about on last week's The Citadel actually came to, to pass. You yes. talked about what was uh, Zombie Vizarian going to breathe. Yes. Blue fire. Blue fire. And sure, sure enough. Oh, man. Fire, ice, ice fire, blue fire. Quite a finish. Yes. You know? So what? Uh, I've, I've started us at the very end, yeah. but um, take, take us uh, to where, what, what were the things, what was something that stood out for you well, just, from, uh, from this episode? Just before we get into that, I, want, yeah. I got a couple of corrections got it. from, uh, from, oh, look our, at this. from yeah. our last episode. So one was uh, Tormund, I was referring to as Ormond. Yeah, the T is not silent. Th- that was not bad audio, <laughs> that was bad cognition. Got it. Uh, so may a culp on that. And then the second one was on the Has Game of Thrones Jumped the Shark? Yeah. In my breakdown of uh, Happy Days and Fonzie. You said water skis. Which was right. Yeah. The thing that was wrong was he did not jump Arnold's chicken stand. He jumped 14 trash cans and crashed into Uh, Arnold's chicken stand. Got it. But I thought it was an interesting turn of phrase like, you didn't jump the shark, but you're jumping the chicken stand. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So even though it was slightly wrong and I corrected it, I also (laughs) still kind of like it. That's good. So what do we think? Do we think that they jumped the shark or do they think that he he stuck the landing on the, uh, uh, I guess, didn't stick the landing, crashed into the chicken shack? I feel like... I feel like this, I thought episode seven, uh, what was it, The Dragon and the Wolf? Yes. I thought The Dragon and the Wolf uh, was a nice finish to this season. I agree. Because I felt like there's aspects of this season that I'm always going to remember, whether fondly or not. Sure. Like there are aspects that are just, you know, suspension of disbelief. Dumb aspects. Just cra- yeah, just crazy. But... Um, but I thought there was enough of what I loved about the show sort of front and center throughout this episode. And there was even some of what I've come to kind of love about the the sort of ludicrous nature of season seven yeah. that I, I still kind of enjoyed by this point because it's now becoming part of the show. Sure. So it's like the what I was talking about last week where I still think the entertainment value is really high, even yeah. if the the sort of continuity of the show and like sort of the, the the realism of the show yeah you know but if you're watching game of thrones you probably should be suspending disbelief in some capacity right so i so i also liked the the uh the scoring mechanism that you and robin introduced last uh, yeah. last week so mm-hmm. um entertainment value i would have probably given episode six a 10 also actually okay yeah you were an eight yeah. as was robin yeah um the realism factor 
that that's where I, I we need to unpack that a little bit. Is it realism? Like, do dragons force us to say that it is a realism of one for right. every episode? Right, right. Um, or is it like within the context of the fantastical realm in which we find ourselves? Right. The realism measure. I would say even the latter. Mm-hmm. I would give episode six a one. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, because I gave it. Fast, a, I gave it. A I know. Two. I know. Yeah. I think that was too yeah. high. Okay. The fast. The fast travel. It was crazy. Is too much. And also, like whenever anybody's underground, because then even under uh, underwater, they're not dead. You know, so like <laughs> never. Oh, yeah. hey, Zerion's <laughs> actually alive. Oh, something that was underwater didn't yeah. die. Go yeah. figure. You know yeah, what I mean? It's definitely. like yeah. So uh, so anyway, yeah. I thought. Uh, How would you score episode seven? Episode seven, I, I would probably give it a ten, I, I, I maybe a nine. I'm holding back my okay. tens. I okay. give it a ten and enter, not ten in entertainment value, and like a, a, you know, like a six realism. Yeah. I thought I thought it was less ludicrous. There were there was there were there were fewer things that I was like, this is just absurd. You right. know, especially if you you take everything up to that point as a given. So like yeah. they've already reanimated a dragon. So like if you have a reanimated dragon take that as a given right and then try to be realistic within that construct yeah and part of my problem with previous episodes was like take as a given that john fell underwater or take as a given that jamie what fell into the black water yeah. rush and like accept that as a given with the construct around it and then there are holes sure. you know so like i thought I thought this last episode didn't have as many glaring uh, holes. It, although some of the givens that it accepted from previous shows, like, hey, let's go capture a white and transport it back down to. I blame see, I blame episode five for all of this. Actually, yeah. like the let's go capture. Yeah. Let's go capture a white. <laughs> let's go. Ca- yeah. Uh, I feel like that is so, so bad. Yeah. But I I blame the originating episode for that. Like, yeah. I, I'm I'm fully plus wanting onboarding with uh, if just accept something that's already happened as part of the construct, right? And then judge based on how well it w- works within that construct, or does it break that construct yet again? Right, so, right. Yeah, episode five is the um, is a bottom five episode for me of all time. That was East Watch, right? That was East Watch. Yeah, that was the one. That's right. That was the one um, where, which yeah, well, maybe it was episode four. The the one that I I have particular beef with is uh, where they decided to come up with this plan. Yes. That then also had them fast travel back right. and forth right. from everywhere to everyone. Yeah. 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 And then, so can we break down? Let's break down some of the details. Yes. Right? Let's like from do this it. most recent episode. Yeah. So. Um, I thought there were a lot of interesting dyads and triads mm, really yeah. throughout this yeah. episode. So, like, you begin uh, with uh, you know Jamie and Braun, you know, buddy film up on up on the the yeah. up on the the, the fort, rampart look, on the ramparts, looking at the Dothraki coming in yeah. and looking at the uh, what what are the dudes called again? The Unsullied. The Unsullied. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. You're correct. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, I thought that that was that was kind of nice. But then once everything started to come together, like that tableau uh, within the arena, where you had all of the the sort of knowing glances from character to character, and like the moments, it almost felt a little bit like professional wrestling to me. Mm. Like they were almost staging like an undercard. Yeah, and it was like they were in this gladiatorial setting. Yeah, but like when it was like you know Theon versus Euron, <laughs> and then it was like the the Hound versus the Mountain. Yeah, and you know Truckosaurus Rex. You know, like yeah, but it was like sure. 
it was a very uh, interesting um, sort of staging. And then I think a lot of the those sort of one-on-one dyads then quickly turned into interesting uh, triads where like you had uh, like even like Jamie and Brienne and Cersei. Mm-hmm. Like they shared an interesting moment. Yeah. And then Cersei and Euron and Jamie yeah. was an interesting one. And then... Later on, it was, uh, you know, obviously Sansa and Arya and Littlefinger. Yeah. And it was like, and then even at the end, you had, uh, like, creepy Tyrion. Like, Tyrion needs to get better rep, man. Like, what's going on with Tyrion? So I think, so Tyrion has um, a couple of the things that I think are curious and and maybe um, can leave our listeners with some things to think about for the long winter ahead Mm -hmm. before uh, season eight. Yeah. Um, This is real winter. This is because winter in Westeros is here. Correct, and this is like the winter in Earth. I mean, yeah, but the, the the what may come is winter and spring and summer and fall and winter and spring again because it may be 2019. What? So I'm gonna come back to that in a second. So, um, but in the the long winter of interminable length uh, or indeterminate length, yes, um, rather uh, some things to think about. So Tyrion. Um, in the books, this has not yet happened, although GRRM, the OG mm-hmm. uh, RRM, mm-hmm. wrote in a 1993 letter, um, this, is, this is after the publishing of just the first book, that Tyrion was going to fall in love with Arya, mm. who John was also going to be in love with. Oh. But so you say, oh, like that, and on one, on one hand, it is creepier, but on the other hand, since he's not actually related to her, unlike the woman who he's now in love with, who he is related to. Well, no, I mean, he's related to Arya, right? Because Lyanna is his- uh, I guess he's, he's similarly related. He's a cousin. He's a cousin. Yeah. He's a cousin instead of a nephew. Correct. Right. So I don't know which of those is worse. Both pretty bad. They're both pretty bad. Yeah. I, I was-, I was uh, I was talking to Robin about this, uh, you know, shout out to our guest hostess. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she was saying how, like, in in olden times, if you can't, if a marriage is not union with another house, you kind of keep it in the family. Right, so, like, yeah. So it's a little bit of that happening sure. here. And then like, the interesting, th- it's really like if you were to draw, like, the family trees, uh, John, who's now Aegon Targaryen. Yeah. By the way, Aegon is going to be one of the top boy- egg egg. It's going to be one of the top boy- oh, boys' good. names yeah. for for 2018, yeah. right? Yeah, like, like it. You know, yeah, yeah. But but Aegon Targaryen. By the way, in terms of names, Jon Snow clearly the best. Uh, agreed. Jon Sand probably the worst. Just Jon. <laughs> I don't know why. It's only different between yeah. Snow versus Sand. Yeah. But like, I don't want to be Jon Sand. Aegon Targaryen, not that much better than Jon Sand. Oh, that's pretty good. I think I think that's that's uh, maybe I've just done so much reading. Right. In in the Citadel with uh, the scrolls, right. and, <laughs> that's me dusting <laughs> off the scrolls there. Um, that that uh, maybe why, but, but I like that name. I just I like the name. It just doesn't seem to map to the person. You know, I mean, he doesn't strike me as an Aegon. Like I think he may. You think he's going to be may. an Aegon? Yeah, he but may. he's more of a keeping a real kind of everyman. Yeah, not anymore though. You think he's going to get heirs? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Once he he's once after he, getting heirs by uh, oh by yeah his, yeah his and pursuit of yeah. uh, and heiresses. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me just uh, uh, close the loop on on the Tyrion piece. So apparently, GRM mm-hmm. had intended to set up 
a um, conflict uh, that what he it is exactly language is a deadly conflict mm. between John and Tyrion. Yes, over what was then going to be Arya. Now that 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 storyline didn't happen in the in the show, and right. so that it's transference to um, uh, to to Daenerys. But I think they are. I think they may be setting this up where mm. um, John, where Tyrion is in love with with. Daenerys, and mm-hmm. you can you can sort of tie some threads together to see how that may be true. Yep. Um, I think that's going to be disappointing to me, uh, to someone as someone who's been a big Tyrion uh, hype man. Yeah. Um, for for this whole show. Yeah. Um, but that is that can be interesting with Cersei on one side. Right. If Tyrion becomes a uh, a defector back the other direction. Right. Uh, that that puts some interesting things in play. Yeah, I'm hoping something. I honestly would be a little disappointed if it's just he's love struck is why he's been. I, th- I think you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, because like I feel like, particularly the the Cersei uh, conversation that with Tyrion, mm. which I thought was a really interesting uh, moment. It's in, good. It was a great in, scene in, in the yeah, episode. They both they both acted it so well. I I agree a hundred percent. But then when they walk out and it just feels too pat, you know, and and clearly like spoiler alert, like yeah. the the. Cersei part was in fact exposed as a ruse yeah. within the context of the show. Yeah. But I was just it reminded me a little bit of how I felt about the Arya Littlefinger dynamic where, you know, Littlefinger thinks he's the puppet master, but like you don't trifle with Arya. No. You know, and I'd almost feel like it's the Game of Thrones and if Tyrion is gonna be the the sort of the bungler through the end of the game, it's it a just bummer. feels wrong to it me. It does feel wrong. I agree. But I, I worry that there's just TikTok. There's not enough time. Although on the timepiece, mm-hmm. um, so filming is in pre so pre production right now. Okay, this is your uh, this is like how long until next season? Yeah, yeah. So it will certainly not be next spring. So this is the first time ever that Game of Thrones didn't come out in in February, March, or April. So it came out in July this year. Uh-huh. Um, it was a shortened season. Uh-huh. So so there is uh, there's thinking and and Weiss and Benioff, the showrunners, have not yet committed to a date, but there's a thinking that might be 2019. Um, the other thing that's interesting is that all six of the episodes may be feature film length. That makes sense. So uh, and I don't know if that means an hour and a half minimum. Yeah. Um, so if you have you know six 90 minute uh, episodes, sure. that's basically a full 10 episode season. Right. Um, where I think we've we've talked before on the, on a on a on a pod, they're I think paying the actors by the episode, so that's actually that's really good um, value. Uh, value for not the actors, right? Uh, but for the showrunners, uh, presumably. I almost feel like they could just ship them when they're done from here. Like, like, yeah. why do they even have to be packaged in right. the construct of a? Season? Well, it's all that. Ad, it's all. It's all about the money. It's yeah, about, follow the money. Right. Speaking of, uh, our, so last last night, uh, R.I.P. Uh, Carcetti, um, yes, L- Littlefinger for sure. Who I didn't realize. Basically, everybody in the wire is British, by the way, yeah. or Irish. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't re- realize that Idris Elba was was British. Yes. Uh, until having seen him right. uh, off of the wire. Yes. Uh, um, Stringer Bell M- accent. M- McNulty. McNulty. Yeah. British. Yeah. Bunk. Bunk's American. I think Bunk's American. Bunk's American. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, and Carcetti, of course, for sure. Um, uh, who uh, Such Aiden, a good Aiden, Aiden uh, Gilliam? I think that's like that. right. Or Gillen, yeah. Gillen, yeah. Gillen, Aiden Gillen. Uh, Gillen. Um, so good. And oh. his his uh, thread finally uh, the the, th- the the sweater unspooled finally yes. for him. Yeah, his uh, and that scene, uh, it it did deliver. It was like. I wanted a little more of a setup to that finish. Like it, it was, yeah. it, I enjoyed it, but I kind of, I could have used like, they could have had uh, maybe one more s- establishing scene before Agreed. that that pivot because he's such, he's such uh, a such a fascinating character yeah. and he's so well portrayed. If if it were George writing this, yeah. Th- so the thing is, if it were George writing this, it would be better. Everything would be yes. better, except. Uh-huh. It would take us until yes. 2025 to be done with it, like for serious. And maybe that would be better. And that might be better. Yeah. But he might like. Uh, he's probably still going to write his own thing. He's going to write his own thing. Yeah, yeah. And, Which is, but he, he, depending on how long he has, sure, left. And also, I mean, I, and it's not also this franchise ain't going anywhere. Right. Like, like spinoff. There's a Lando movie coming. Something's coming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think uh, what else uh, What else uh, struck your fancy? We hit a lot of our bigger... Uh, uh, Theon. So that was the other the thing that I was going to oh. leave for some questions for people is... Yeah. What's the deal with Theon? Like, I feel like the Theon oh. plot has been... I So I personally... I, I liked the betrayal because that's good. I couldn't really deal with all the flaying from oh. during the Bolton days. Yeah. But then he's had so many attempts at rejuvenation or um, right. Uh, what's that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, redemption. Redemption. Yeah. Thank you. Um, there, I, does he play some bigger role in the end? Because otherwise, is he like the column, the golem that's going to bite off the finger of I the Night King? Or I mean, at like least something around Euron. Like, like it does seem like something's set up for that. But it's a pretty big so what for me. Ugh, it's so boring. It's like for me, I'd rather go with like Podrick or like go like give me some other. Podrick is like the anti Theon, by the way. Yeah, I think. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, <laughs> we know what the show was right, all, was right. all about. Sure, right? sure. But uh, or not. But um. But but I, I feel like there are such fascinating characters. Also like Brienne. Like give me more Brienne time right. and less yeah. less Theon time. Yeah. And like that scene, like my least favorite part, why well, I think I gave it I maybe I'm coming down to a nine for entertainment value, was like that whole like uh battle on the like the fight on the Battle on the, on the Beach. On the beach. Where yeah. I, I was like it was so unrealistic to me. I was like there is no way any of these people would follow this guy. No. Like and he, also they were like so set against him. Yeah. One minute before. And, and then, then he miraculously. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And like and I, I found the fight to be uh unconvincing yeah. as well. Because he was just getting he was getting pummeled. Right. It was as though uh as though Conor McGregor uh too soon. No. No, yeah. yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, yeah, but it's as though like like he suddenly in the eighth round Mirac- like started, could have happened though. It could have happened. Yeah. If, if, uh, if but I think that the big guy. So the thing that the the allegory there, I think though, is that Theon has like there's no beating that's too bad for him to take now yes. that he's taken that beating. The beatings yes. that he's taken. Yes. And the other homie just ran out of breath. Yeah. He he wasn't he, get, he wasn't conditioned. Did yeah. he get punched to death? Also, uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's just gonna wake up on the beach, being like, "Where's all my Where's all my bros?" But what about torment? Is torment gone? I don't think so. I don't think that they're going to deny us the Tormund. They, they may deny us the, the Tormund-Brienne yeah. love affair, which apparently 
was not intended to be written in the show. Like yeah. that actor Tormund was just making eyes at her, and it became such a fan favorite. Got to get that guy on the show. Yeah. I, I got his name wrong. Just I'll apologize <laughs> to him, but yeah, absolutely. He's like he's entertaining. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think that they're gonna deny us the on-screen death of Tormund Giantsbane. Yeah, because it feels like he's gonna and Barak. Uh, like if he's, it, I mean, Barak is less. Yeah. Awesome. But Barak is with him on the yeah, wall. Yeah, and you, you you want those guys to go out like a you don't want to go out in like a like a landslide. No, but Barak Barak needs to go out with some with flaming sword in hand. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so any uh, any final thoughts? Like uh, what else? I think I hit. Uh, what about the R plus L equals J? Yeah, that delivered there. What do, what do you think about the brand, well, they Sam? Did, yeah, I like – so Sam is so good. Sam's, <laughs> Sam's pretty great. He gives good face. His, his His reaction to, uh, to yeah. Magic Brand. <laughs> totally. Um, Who's a pretty flat – Affect, dude. There's not a lot of uh, acting going on there. We've we've <laughs> been we've been eating Magic Brand for years. We hadn't gotten ish from it until <laughs> this episode. Finally, yes. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I uh, I liked I liked that. I think the the um, inner laying of uh, the love making. Yes. Um, oh right, right. You're switching off of uh, Brand to uh, the. To, that was the other one I wanted to go to. You're going to the Danny. Well, the, the love th- they did. They, right, they did it like, all interleave. They did the, yeah. the, the interleave and weave and play and lay yeah. um, between mm-hmm. uh, R plus L equals J plus D. Yes. Equals, equals heart emoji. Yes. Right. Yes. So they were um, like that was fine. Uh, a little awkward. It was awkward. Yeah. It was a little. I mean, a little, you know, obviously the keeping it the fa- keeping it in the family is something that we're all about sure. on Game of Thrones, <laughs> anyway. But like, it, I was about you. To, I was glad. I was thought you were saying about to go to uh, something we're all about in training. The education. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah. But uh, but it did. It it was interesting. Like I think the combination of that scene and the scene where uh, Littlefinger is bleeding out mm. was to me very instructive in terms of how much they had sort of co-opted us into this universe where things that if I had seen it in the first episode, I'd be like, there's no way I will ever be supportive of this. And now it's very much consistent with what you expect from Game of Thrones. So like when, you know, Arya cuts his throat, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, wait, what did I just say? And then even when when Jon and and Danny are, are finally like consummating their their relationship with Tyrion lurking in the, <laughs> yeah. in the wings. I'm like, Creeper. okay, th- yeah, I'm like Creeper, but yeah, they're delivering. Like I kind of, because it's also, they set it up for so long. Like, yeah. you know, you kind of, and I would say, you know, one of the things that I was really happy about in the finale is a lot of things that had to happen, happened. Sure. And it wasn't bad. It, I like, agree. Because like yeah. lots of times you th- the pieces are in, are in motion and you have to make the thing happen and deliver it in a way that doesn't, doesn't like disappoint or yeah. anger your audience, and I yeah, felt like I mean, they so many did shows. That. Th- this is may- this is maybe uh, hopefully we not might need getting... a, we might need one more follow up, but we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll so. see. We'll see. Not getting ahead of us too much, but so many iconic shows end so badly. Yes, right. Like, and so m- maybe next season will be bad for Game of Thrones too. But like some of the resolution to some of the storylines to me has been satisfactory. Like I, I liked. The Arya Sansa Littlefinger yeah. turn. I agree that we need a little bit extra George writing a couple more scenes of setting that up. But right. for what it was and with the TikTok it as it is, I I, I liked that. Yeah. Um, 
So we'll 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 see, and I, and you you may see as well, right? Uh, in uh, in a year or a year or more, right? And I did like uh, this is partly from a conversation with Karina Wong, fan of the show, sure. fan of Game of Thrones. Yeah, shout uh, out to Karina. Karina was talking about how it had a nice sort of Empire Strikes Back ending mm. to this season, where like it's looking pretty dire. Yeah, and like you know the wall has come down, mm-hmm. and the army of the dead is is marching south. Yeah. Meanwhile. Euron and the the Golden Army is coming back. Golden Company, yeah. Golden Company is coming back. I mean, like, like we were talking about how the super team had been constructed and there was things were looking good. They got some serious, uh, serious work on their hands for the next seven episodes. Yeah. Good thing they're going to be ninety minutes a pop. That's right. But uh, but yeah, it's been. Uh, I mean, it's been fun as a spinoff episode. I think I think we might need one more. One episode. more. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm there. And yeah. then and then and then do tweet at us at yes. uh, at trending and Ed or yeah. find us on Facebook at trending and Ed, uh, and uh, let us know if you want to hear from us during the off season. But uh, until then, we'll get back to the the, the regular season with I think our uh, anniversary episode coming up next. <laughs> 